Nirvana, Kurt Cobain, rest in peace. So much pain in this voice. This music video kicks ass. They all did. It was like, it was just an explosion. They're so different than anything else going on. The leaders of the grunge movement. Reproductive glands. <laughs> this the one who likes all our pretty songs and he likes to sing along and he likes to shoot his guns. God. Do you know anybody in their 30s or 40s right now that didn't jam out to Nirvana? You know what's insane? If they don't, they're weird, and you shouldn't be friends with them. It has been, they just marked uh, back in April, the 25th anniversary of his death. Isn't that insane? It is, especially on Rump Chat today, where we are filming in Seattle, Washington, just outside of Seattle. Technically, we're recording. We're not filming. Filming, recording. It's going on to a thing. We're filming a recording of. Yeah, we're recording in Seattle. Home of the grunge, mu- the grunge music movement. You had these guys, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, one of my personal favorite bands, top five. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, Alice in Chains. Uh... God, so many more. I'm, I'm Jimmy Hendrix. Up. Jimmy Hendrix is from here. He wasn't really grunge, but he was rock. But he kicked ass and he rocked. Sir Mix-a-Lot. Sir Mix-a-Lot, yeah. Sir Mix-a-Lot, a Seattle native. I he, love, back in the day, though, besides uh, I like Big Butts, he had a lot of, like, my posse on Broadway, Buttermilk Biscuits. <laughs> Remember that? Uh, What was that? What's up, San Antonio? What's up? That was What's the remake up? to jump on it. That's it. Yeah. King County, cops don't quit. Even when they know that a brother's legit. Those cops are on my tail. They want to take me to jail. But they do, I got my bail. Because Seattle got rich females. Uh, <laughs> that's good. I know. I rem- the, the screwed up thing that I will admit to people on Rump Chat is, I can't remember birthdays. I can't remember holidays. Uh... I don't remember a lot of stuff, but like, I remember bucking horses and stupid, stupid. rap lyrics from back <laughs> in the day. Lyrics to very random songs. Posse on Broadway was Sir Mix a lot. My posse on Broadway. Ooh, me and Kid Sensation, the home away from home in the black Ben's limo with a cellular phone. I remember cruising around Abbeville, Kansas, in a Ford Ranger, listening to Sir Mix a lot on cassette tape. <laughs> you know, uh, I got. Uh... Is that lame? No. Is this a this is buttermilk biscuits? I wish I could remember the words of this. Uh, so a lot of a lot of musical history up here, and I was thinking about that today as we start another rump chat. Rump chat. Rump chata. Rump chata. Uh, anybody that's listened to the show, if you're one of the many people, and uh, 
Every episode, I want to say thank you for up to eight listening. Uh, Ooh, check it out, Juicer. Got a juicer walking by. Oh. We are actually uh, <laughs> on the deck old... at the Millers. You uh, you met the Millers. We are the Millers. These are not the same Millers. No. It's your cousin. Yes, my cousin Mary and her husband Tobin. They're three beautiful children and their barking dog. Oh. It... <laughs> He's a sweetheart. I call him Barker. Barker. He looks like Baxter, though, from uh, Anchorman. You know where he's from? Baxter barked twice if you're in Milwaukee. He is. He's the same breed as Baxter. He's from Milwaukee? And he's from Iowa. That dog is an Iowa dog living in Washington. But anyways. <laughs> Reno Rosser be here. So, but anyways. Uh, we are here having a, you know, we, we had coffee, but now it is past noon, so... Cheers to Cheers. Um, you and me, Rump, and having a frosty cold beverage of uh, no name. And if you would like to um, have your a sponsorship is available. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what I'm drinking, but it rhymes with bite blah. <laughs> I've said it before. I'm not going to be ashamed of drinking White Claw. How many White Claws last week do you think were drank um, over the Labor Day weekend? Uh, quite a few because if you saw the over 150 women hanging out that dance, every one of them had like four White Claws. <laughs> and then I had, you know, two. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It, white Claws are cool. They're a hard <laughs> seltzer with a spiked sparkling water with a hint of natural well, lime. Well, there's uh, two grams of carbs, but, you know, there is 100 calories in those. You know Gluten-free. All natural flavors. Yeah. I just, let's read the side of this. Ingredients of a White Claw. Pure carbonated water. Alcohol from cold brewed sugar. Mmm. Cold brewed sugar. It's what it says right huh. there. You can look on it. That's weird. Yeah, but anyhow. <laughs> but anyways. But anyways. Yeah, um, we are filming or dang it. You said it too. You're just pouring the douche out today too. No, your dumb ass is wearing off on me. We are outside uh, on on this beautiful golf course. Uh, we're on the deck of the house that looks overlooks the golf course, and um, it is beautiful day. It is um, the most. It's the northwest yeah. run, and we are up here working, and we love the weather because it's still hot as balls. At home. Yeah, it is. I think everybody's ready for the cooler weather. But, you know, being in this area, um, actually today after we record, we're going to uh, go see the Jimi Hendrix Memorial, which, yeah, you know, as, as anybody that's here, you know, we love rock and roll on this show. And, and to get back to the Nirvana thing, the great Kurt Cobain from Aberdeen, Washington. Um, Nirvana was a big part of my childhood. And... I remember the first time I saw Smells Like Teen Spirit, the music video. Oh, me too. With those hot cheerleaders, but they're like grungy. It's dark. Kinda, yeah, it's dark. They're in a gym and everybody's headbanging. Like, it scared me. Like, I didn't. It didn't scare me because I'm not a pussy. I'm, I'm sure it scared you being from Iowa. But seeing Kansas. Um, oh, where all the thugs lay? <laughs> you know, I, I seriously, like. You and the Amish? <laughs> well, you know what? I. I actually bought one of my Amish kids uh, a cassette player so he could listen to music. No joke. That's cool. Good yeah. for you. Well, he paid for it. I'm sure you weaseled <laughs> him out of something. You probably got a carriage out of it. <laughs> no, I, I. it doesn't matter. The The thing that does matter is I was, you know, 
I bought him something and but you know we we used to listen to Nir- cassettes are so out- CDs are outdated but I had I all these have CD drives in I don't my have laptops. a CD player in my pickup no neither do I it's called USB thumb drives people but I remember drill teams out there CD players are dead stay away do you remember going into we had a, a place in Hutchison Kansas I don't know I think it was a chain it was called Hastings yep they're still there yeah they're still around do pe- but do, do people still buy cuz they're not cassettes of course but why CDs? buy a CD when you I, get on iTunes and it's about like owning a blockbuster I think it's dead the days of the, the dead technology but so we'd go into like you'd save up your money and me and my sister would go into Hastings and buy uh cassettes oh yeah and uh Haley bought Guns and Roses Appetite for Destruction um Volume two, the same day that I bought, uh, gosh dang, what was the black album of Nirvana? The, um, uh, Lithium. Yes. Yeah. That was, that was my jam. See, I remember, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to look it up. I have to credit, you know, where I, the first rocks, I was always George Strait and all that stuff. Um, because my dad, that's that's obviously in old country. Right? Yeah. He was country guy. I have to credit my sister, Lisa. She had the rap album Doggy Style from Snoop Dogg. 1993. Big time. It's so, not a position, it's a style. It is a style. Um, <laughs> and then the first like rock album that I can really remember listening to over and over, Smash from Offspring. Oh, yeah. That Everybody album. had Offspring. Offspring, that you gotta keep them separated. Yes, and then time to relax. Um, bad habit. Oh, the nineties. You I, stupid dumb shit. Yeah, I think nineties rock, and and I'm not. I don't know if I'm just feeling the flow because I'm in Seattle. But how hard is it to beat nineties rock? You know Very what I'm hard. saying? I mean, n- number one station on that I listen to, Lithium. Yeah. Lithium, nineties grunge and more. Exactly. Flannel wearing, holes in jeans, long hair. I never had long hair uh, like that, but I wish if I could go back in the time machine. If if Doc would pull up with uh, that other guy from Back to the Future, Marty McFly. Marty McFly, and he's like, "Hey, you want to go to ninety one? I'm like, "Let's go." <laughs> Let me grab a six-pack of White Claws. Let's get in the DeLorean and just do this shit. Oh, there's the offspring. I couldn't find it. This, I mean... Oh, okay. I want to raise you one up on 90s music live. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? I love is like water. They're a great band. Live? I love live. Everybody had live. Everybody had that. I know it sounds like they're taking a shit. Losing the old nerve. Back and made her dessert. Wonder what that means. It means what it said. He probably had some ice cream and maybe some chocolate. (laughs) Hey, look, baby, I know things are tough, but are you hungry for dessert? Here we go. 
this right here. Oh my God. High school dance, Fairfield High School. When I heard this, everyone's was like, oh yes. This, this is a it's a very dark the weird, lyrics and, are terrible and no here we go you talk about a video 90s videos made zero sense okay i'm gonna tell you the best 90s video after we listen to this is how i learned about birthing oh god it's placenta it's i thought he said percentage no, it's placenta. Oh. <laughs> and do you remember the angel in this video? Oh, yes. Had, like, had the uh, the ribs oh, that were God. like... Like, what it... The confusion was, does set in. There was... The, the lyrics in the 90s were the most weird... The, the weirdest lyrics. I mean, listen to the Pearl Jam lyrics, if you can understand. And most of the time, you couldn't understand... At least you can understand what he's saying, uh, whatever the lead singer's name is. I can't but remember. But you know what? I remember, like, girls in, in my high school, they're like, oh, man, I can relate to this song. This is my song. This says me. I'm like, this song makes no sense. It doesn't. Uh, I mean. Hey, angel, open her eyes. Angel closes oh, close her eyes. Confusion I know. I'm confused. Belongs. See, they had a baby. The old mother dies. Then the baby. It's about death and life, man. It's because they're all high. <laughs> yeah, but this is picking up right here, man. You just drive. It doesn't matter. This song comes on, you listen to it. That's true. Not? Yeah. It's like when it's like Tombstone coming on TV. You've seen it eight million times, but yet you watch You're it good every time. You know this? Uh, the album was called Throwing Copper. Remember? It was off this? I don't. Um, another one from the 90s that everybody could really relate to. Which she doesn't, she's not around anymore, and she was actually married to. Alanis Morissette. No, I know you're going to say. No, no not, Alanis, not Alanis Morissette. She was a great 90s. I listened to that a lot, too. Two older sisters. One graduated in 93, one in 96. Are you talking about didn't hear some angry woman <laughs> rage? Oh. Alanis Morissette. It's like rain uh, on your wedding day. It's the feet of by when you've all. But you know what? She was not the biggest one from the '90s. The one that everybody jammed out to at my high school was uh, a lady that was a great singer, a poet, a songwriter, married to Ty Murray for a while. Oh, Jewel. Jewel. When when that song "Hands" came out. Every girl in my high school is like, oh, my God, Jewel. My hands are small, I know. I, I downloaded Jewel on my phone the other day. Like, her whole album. Jewel was awesome, and then she just... Oops. Hold on, she just, sorry. Di Jewel disappeared from the singing. Yeah. Do you guys remember Jewel? Of course. I don't if remember. I could tell the world just one thing. Yeah, well, that's my Jewel voice. We're all okay. Where they'd play this at high school dances, all the guys would go to the corners. This is, and this is hands. Yeah, I know, but I don't remember this song. I was more of this right here. Oh, foolish games. 
No, actually, I'm wrong. Um, this is Foolish Games. I'm not wrong. I know no, my jewel. It, it is. It is. You took your coat off. <laughs> and what is in the rain? You're always crazy. Like Did I met Jewel? So I, you know, I worked for U.S. Smokeless for a long time. Yeah. Peddled the tobacco. That's how I had so many friends back in the day. You don't have uh, friends now. Mm -hmm. I don't give them free chew. <laughs> uh, so I remember. Uh, so Ty was a big U.S. Smokeless sponsor. <laughs> What is that other song that was her big? I am. Dreams last for so long. Yeah, I, this isn't it. What you is were meant this? for me. That's what it's called. You were meant for me. I'm trying to find all that. Whatever. My, who gives a shit? So tell us about meeting Jewel. So I met Jewel, um, with Ty, at the. Uh, NFR. So we worked um, the booths or whatever. Well, we got to go 10th round. U.S. Smokeless had a suite at the Thomas and Mac. And all of us that worked um, got to go to the suite, drink and they eat. It was great. It was our kind of Start our. Start drinking, come back to life. Yeah, it was our thank you. And I'm sitting on the front row. Well, here come Ty and Jewel. And Jewel sits between, uh, in the middle, um, sits down by me. And then Ty was on the end. And, of course, she's all leaned up against Ty, whatever. I don't know. I probably smelled. Um, but, uh, you know, I was talking to Ty. I uh, would drop some names like Jerry Dorenkamp because I know they were buddies and stuff. <laughs> Ty Murray's buddies with Jerry yeah. Dorenkamp? The Jerry's the story. one that taught me the word juicer on yeah. a side note. So the best story about Jerry and, and Ty, and uh, I guess he was they were drinking and Ty sweet the MGM back in the day. You know, he was a big sponsor of them. And uh, he says – they're talking about going to Cowboy Christmas the next day. And Ty goes, man, I just can't really go down there. People bother me and everything. I'd have to go into disguise. And Jerry goes, you go disguised as a bull rider. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know Jerry Dorenkamp, you're probably not laughing. I wish we could have Jerry Dorenkamp on one day. That's This is it. That's the one. You were meant for me. Yeah, this song right here. So anyway, so then I – and then – um. We went to uh, the New York, New York at an arcade, and we have an after party, right? And we all take pictures with her, like personalized. 6 a.m. So when I asked her, I, I walked up to her, and she's sitting at a table by herself, and Ty was talking to some guys, and I just like, I'm going for it. Had and a couple then, beers. Oh, yeah. Confidence was, is yeah, running high. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Bale was there, hadn't peed himself yet. <laughs> and uh, uh, Cody Demers yeah, was there too. Um, all the guys. Uh, I think Trevor might have been there too because Trevor was a U.S. smokeless guy. Yeah, wasn't he? he was. Oh man, that music. That is a time machine to the 90s. So, yeah, I walked up to her and I said, So, been recording much? That's what you told Jewel. And she looked at me, Gosh. and she's like, yeah. And I went, well, see you later. <laughs> That's all I had. That's My dad met Jewel in Marion, Illinois at the PBR. I didn't talk to her. I could have well, talked to her. It's probably a good thing, because you, you probably would have been about as stupid as I was when I tried to talk to her. You know what my dad says? So he's talking to Ty at Marion, Illinois at the PBR. He's up there helping Jerome Robinson, so I'm up there with him. And Jewel's stand there and 
and he's talking to Ty, and then old Brown Crawford looks over at Jewel and goes, how are you, ma'am? She's like, oh, pretty good. He goes, you're the girl that sings the songs. And she goes, yeah. And he goes, all right, well, see you around. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's 1030. <laughs> it's... <laughs> but as we go to the first break, we're going to get off 90s music. Why? And come back and talk about farming. But isn't that... Oh, this is a angry. Yeah, this is this is Lisa in, a, in, a, in her bedroom being mad at Chad Braunschweig. <laughs> has Chad Braunschweig dumped your sister? No, she dumped him. Are you kidding me? Have you listened Nobody to the words to this song? Will she go down on you in a theater? Yeah, but it's about... Oh my god. It's about a jaded woman. A jaded. Till you die. Till you die. Come on, everybody from the 90s. Yeah. Angry teenage girls. Now they've got, you know, uh, Nicki Minaj and Cardi B talking about stripping. These are just angry white women. Every time I scratch my nails down someone else's back, I hope you feel it. At Alanis Morissette. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. We got we to gotta take a break. I need a new frosty beverage. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to go say hi to my cousin. I'm low just gas home. and you need a jacket. All right, we'll be back. I saw this video was Beavis and Butthead were analyzing it on MTV. That's another 90s thing. Kids today will not know how awesome Beavis and Butthead were. Am cornholio. But I saw the greatest cornhole boards. It was a picture of of a but, uh, Beavis, and it says I am cornholio. It's not on a the bad, board. Get not it, a bad idea. It was awesome. But, but like the first time I seen Black Hole Sun music video. Okay. If you haven't seen the video, please Google it and watch it. You can watch it. It starts off like a normal backyard barbecue with a bunch of hot chicks. 
but their eyes are huge. Like, <laughs> they're not proportionate to the rest of their body. And the more you get into black hole sun, then they start melting. <laughs> like, it's... It's, a- it's an acid trip. Oh, it is the weirdest... Vi- great song. I think that video is like an MTV's top 20 music videos of all time. Yeah, it had to be. But all these, uh, you know, we're going off, obviously we're big music fans, like like Rump referenced in the beginning, but everybody has, no matter what genre, has the songs that take you back to that point in time of when that song was popular and it, your, your mind goes back there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, music is truly a... A part of life for huge. I think for everybody. Obviously, I mean, it's how I make my living, yes, but I mean, it doesn't matter who you are, a song or a lyric or something means the world to you. And um, even if they don't, you can't understand what the hell it means. Like, um, what was that band called, Rump? That, uh, oh my God, this is getting, this is late 90s. So it was my early high school career, like 98, 99. Uh, I'll bet I would know it. If you could give me any hint, uh, I bet I can nail it. I smell sex and... That's Marcy okay. Playground. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Um, they had... Uh, that uh, album had Sex and Candy. It had a lot it. of good songs on it. But listen to the lyrics. Time to sit and think about... Okay, I get it. There she was. He's sitting by himself. Like Double Cherry Pie. Super sweet. There she was. Oh, there you go. Like disco super fly. Like disco super. What's that mean? Hold on. I smell sex and I mean, it means what it says. It, is he? Who's that lounging, who's that lounging in my chair? Is he stroking chair. out right now? No, he's. Who's that casting? I'm just casting devious stares in my direction. Mama, this surely is a dream. It's a dream because yeah. she's staring at him. I don't get it. He's a pervert who loves candy. <laughs> oh my god. He wants to get some sour patch kids and look at a porno, sex and candy. Like it's pretty obvious um to me. It, oh, you you get it? Well, Marcy Playground that uh I had that CD Bob Ehrlich uh I rodeoed with. He bought that CD and there's actually a lot of pretty there's a song on there called Sherry Fraser that's pretty dang good i i'll let you listen to it on the way to the next rodeo but um not just 90s what do you got here i oh this, this is the early 2000s the probably but still i think this is 90s. 90s peaches moving to the country <laughs> gonna eat a lot of peaches we may not be making any sense to anybody Right, knee, but you've got most of our audience. It's this is the weirdest shit, but we just jammed it. Well, this it's got a cool beat. Peaches come from can Oh, they do. They're put there by a man in a factory. Down. This is an educational song. It talks about agriculture. You can eat peaches every day. You're going to be a little loose. It's just, but that's not the weirdest song that they had. This is the American, uh, Presidents of the United States of America. Yes. Lump sat alone in a buggy marsh. marsh. 
says she's lump, she's lump, she's in my head. Did she date a girl from Iowa City named Lump? <laughs> she's lump, she's lump, she's lump, she might be. We got beat in a uh, junior high basketball tournament by Tabor, and they and they went over to the CD player and they put this in and they turned it up in our own gym and they're celebrating with this song. I almost beat him up, but I'll bet you did. I, I, I almost beat you. him up, but that was an A-team tournament, and I was on B-team. Oh, let's say. But that's what, these, this makes no sense. Well, but these lyrics are so stupid. But it's that's it's the melody and the beat. Yeah. Because you didn't understand, especially as a as a what thirteen-year-old boy. But even even if you're not in the '90s music, anybody out there has whether you're. Six, 66, or 96, <laughs> there's something that takes you back like, this is, okay, I'm going to get kind of serious on this. So, um, and this this actually happened. Uh, one of my best friends in high school that I rodeoed with, we did everything together. There was like me and Bobby Ehrlich and uh, Lucky Keller and Bandy Boswell from Kingman, Kansas. Yep. Bandy Boswell um, was a outstanding bull rider skinny nerdy big old horn rim glasses and he was freaking hilarious uh he introduced me to roger miller okay so we would go to these rodeos and um we would drive a honda crv <laughs> you remember those oh yeah and we would listen to roger miller you remember I hear tell you're doing well. Good things have come to you. I wish I had your good luck charm and you had to do wackadoo, 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 wackadoo. I don't know if I have that, but I've got this. Yeah, Roger Miller. This is one of his most classic songs ever. He knows each lock that ain't locked when no one's around. Trailer for sale. Iconic. Rooms to let 50 cents. No phone, no pool, no pets. I ain't got no cigarettes. Exactly. I don't have any cigarettes right now, no. actually. But if you listen to his songs, you talk about songs that don't make sense. Bandy Boswell loved. I'm going to get to this song here in a minute. Okay. because, uh, But he loved those songs. And Roger Miller's songs made no sense. Uh, one lyric was, roses are ver- red and violets are purple. Sugar is sweet. And so is Maple Serple. That's it. <laughs> so he couldn't make the rhyme work. So he just changed the word. Yeah, but ah, that, well, whatever. And, but Bandy, it's like Rump Chat. He can do whatever the yeah. hell he wants. Bandy Boswell loved Roger Miller, and we jammed Roger Miller all the time. If and, I'm not mistaken, that's uh, who you named your boy after. Yeah, correct? everybody thinks that since my little boy's named Bandy, it's because I'm a rodeo clown, and like Mo Bandy. Yeah, the they're song. like, yeah. Oh yeah, you must have named uh, your son Bandy after. The song Bandy the Rodeo Clown. I'm like, no, I named it after Bandy Boswell. Um, but me and Bandy and, and Bobby and the whole crew, we were all best friends and listened to Roger Miller. And that was Bandy's jam. And I actually still have one of his tapes, a Roger Miller tape that Bandy gave me. But we were in Kingman, Kansas uh, on a Saturday night. Lyle Dodge used to have a weekly bull riding at the Kingman Event Center. And um, after it was over, you know, we were we we're all 18, 19 years old. We, you know, didn't have any beer or nothing. Sure. So uh, Bandy and a couple guys, we got in the truck, and we were going to go over to Cheney, hang out at our friend's house. And at the last second, uh, Bob and I, 
got out because we're like, oh, we're going to, I don't remember what we're going to do. We we're going to go do something. So we got out of the truck and um, Bandy them left. And within 10 minutes of leaving us, they were hit head on. Mm. And uh, Bandy was killed in a car wreck, which was, you know, I was a senior in high school and, and it happened on uh, the 22nd of December. And he lived until uh, Christmas morning. And they took him off. Damn. And I, I know it's kind of a Debbie Downer, no, but um, it's, it's real. It's real shit. But that was the most horrible, painful thing. And even after all these years, when I think back about it, it's just it's still painful because we were we were so close. And so the craziest thing, though, I always since then I've every time I hear Roger Miller, mm-hmm. I think about Bandy, him dancing in the front seat. And, He's the one that taught me all them. You know, when I start doing all those things with my hands, like yeah. the the actions to songs, like yeah. England swings and shit. And so Bandy always did that. So the day that we left the hospital with our kids, so I wanted to name my son after Bandy. And uh, so our triplets, of course, you know, with triplets, they're born early. Um, Ashley was on bed rest for a month. Um you know, because they knew they needed to keep her, and she had preeclampsia, which is uh, just horrible. Hmm. Like I don't know how she did it. I would have gave up. Like I get, uh, I I have a hard time having an ingrown toenail. But so, sixty-two days we we're in the NICU with the kids, and the kids weren't. Um, there was nothing wrong with them. They just had to grow because the girls were two pounds eight ounces, and Bandy was one pound thirteen. Bandy was little, and so we go to leave the hospital for the first time after 62 days in the NICU with these three kids and we get them to the car and I'm like, Holy shit. Mm. What are we going to do? I'm like, this is scary. We, you know, because they were still five, five or six pounds. I mean, they were, and they had been on constant care in a hospital. Now they're just releasing these kids, you know, to us. And so me and Ashley get in the car and, and we're parked out front of uh, Wesley medical center. And I'm like, <laughs> I looked over and I was about in tears like now, but I was like, I don't know how we're going to do this. I turned that car on and I swear to God, England swings. No way. One of Bandy Boswell's favorite songs. I mean, the second I started the car, the song started, uh, England swings. I st- Right there. Yep. And, Unbelievable. Uh, That's a God thing, man. It was the trippiest shit. But, you know, when you're talking about music and how it remembers, and, uh, I just thought, man, things are going to be all right. And five years later, they're they're bigger than most kids in class, and, and things are good. But I uh, every time I hear a Roger Miller song, I just think, you know, man, you know, we got – we got an angel, you know. Yep. Sorry to get all emotional, but no, you know we talk about awesome, music, Rump. and, and I, I want to tell that about Bandy because a lot of people are like, oh, Bandy the Rodeo Clown. So, just to kind of clarify how songs, you know, have special meanings and and uh, and whatever. So, yeah, that's my that's my. Well, we all have that, you song. know. It's it's uh, uh you know I remember uh, uh, my grandma Hilton. Uh, when she passed away, they they listened to uh, "Arms of the Angel." Yeah, um, uh, Sarah McLaughlin. Sarah McLaughlin. That's know. a '90s girl. So '90s girl. Uh, 
And uh, so every time that song's on, I kind of think of that, you know, because they played it by her bedside, you know, when she was passing away and everything. But uh, so, yeah, I mean, we all have that songs, you know, sad like that or, you know, um, not sad. Yeah, it's sad, but it's, uh, you know, it's uh, it's now, you know, Bandy lives on in yeah. Bandy and a skinny little guy like Bandy. Well, that's Bandy. <laughs> that's your he's, boy Bandy, he, a skinny little a guy. He's built like Bandy. And I'm not. Like I'm a big old sucker and my little bandy's built like Bandy Boswell and and um to this day we st- send pictures of little bandy to Bandy's parents and Kingman or whatever. But uh, um I I've thought about this uh when we talk about songs. On I hope it's not for a long time, but I don't want at my funeral something sad. Okay, you ready for this? The last song I want to play at my funeral is Take Me to the Top by Molly Crew. <laughs> that does not surprise me at all. You know, like, because Take Me to the Top, Heaven. <laughs> you know? That's true. Yeah, I got that somewhere. Except for Take Me to the Top, it's just Take Me to the Top and Roll Me Off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's that even, what's that mean? Take Me to the Top and Roll Me Off. Uh, not a 100% sure, but, you know, that'd be a great funeral song. So it's going to be. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming to the funeral of Justin Rumford. <laughs> Don't forget, the cemetery service starts in one hour. There's going to be drinks and snacks at the Ponca City Rodeo Arena right after. For now, on behalf of us and the staff of Elliott Funeral Home, we'd like to say take him to the top, Lord Jesus. We'll be back. Oh, or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Would that not be hilarious? And don't forget, next week is the Bob Miller wedding. <laughs> so come on back. You mean funeral? Did I say wedding? He said wedding. <laughs> Same thing. Let's all put our hands together as we sing one more song at the funeral. If you open up your uh, your <laughs> inserts, your your your, uh, your inserts. Let's go to the missile. Let's go to Motley Crew 113 as we all sing together. Take me to the top. Um, Mary Lou, will you please Take lead us in? Take me to the top. The Mary guy Lou. up the front of the church is doing the hand thing, you know. And Grandma, Grandma Mary Lou's over there going. Yeah, the old church voice. Oh, how great! Oh. Why raw music? I want to address this real quick. It's not '90s music, or, but it does take. Yeah, there is in every rural America church there is the church ladies that will knock out the song. Oh, like Louise Canofel in Abbeville, when uh, she would sing "How Great Thou Art," it was like everybody get back, because here comes "How Great Thou." <laughs> Like, you know, oh say, God! Like, you just ruined everybody's speakers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Everybody here knows an old woman at church that will rock your socks off. You think Vince Neil can sing? Come to Abbeville Community Church one Sunday when they play "How Great Thou Art." I want to be like Bart Simpson when he traded. It was in the Garden of Eden, or he changed. It was in a Garden of Eden, but he put in a Garden of Eden. I remember that. And 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 the the organist played it <laughs> for seventeen minutes. And the whole church was singing, in the Garden of Eden, honey. When it's in the Garden of Eden. We all know that. Uh, Come on, all you rockers. My old funeral song, because I thought about this a lot, you know, 
I don't know why it screwed up, but everybody thinks about their funeral. Um, you know, because like growing up, I had to deal with a lot with a lot of young Richie Lanzer, uh, bullfighters, great friend of me, and Sam Grass. You know, he passed away. Uh, awesome bullfighter, Blake Lauer from Buffalo, Oklahoma, that I went to school with at Northwestern. Josh Schrog, uh, bull rider from Kent. So, like, I dealt with a lot. My first funeral song was, uh, you're going to laugh at this, but one time I got drunk and made my brother swear he'd play it at my funeral was uh, Weezer. was a Weezer song, Island in the Sun. I thought that was a good funeral song. You remember? Hmm. I remember the song. It was from the greatest movie ever produced, uh, Out Cold. Let's see. I think I... Weezer. That was a... Mm -mm. No, you don't need to have it, but, you know, songs, I think music seriously is, no matter who you are, it's a soundtrack of life. Like, if you hear a song when you're going to an event, you know, whether it be a Yeah, we've talked about this before. Red Steagall always brings me back to High School Road because we always played that. That track, we would pop that tape in, and you were so excited to go, and, you know, and so all of his music always takes me back to that time. Uh, George Strait takes way back because that's kind of the first music. I my dad had the whole George Strait box set and all that stuff, and he had the cassette, the holder the box, the holder. Oh yeah, those that boxes. had the uh, the uh, it was a plastic that would all the like a three row cassette. Oh, I remember. And then those. the flap would fold over and you zipped it up and had yeah. the handle on it. And I remember it got stolen out of the van. That we had. We had a van for quite a... My, you know... <laughs> true story. He had well, a van down by the river. Uh, my parents, their first van was black with red interior. And <laughs> do you know what they called it? Sexual chocolate. The sin bin. <laughs> what were y'all doing in your van? <laughs> Why? There's the no, sin bin. I bet there's no Damn sin Damn it, Vince and Susan. What sins were being committed in Sydney, Iowa by a family of the Hiltons? Um, his name was Andy, I think. Yeah, we should we should talk more shit on your brother. <laughs> my my you, brother Andy, big <laughs> silly brother. <laughs> hey, that goes in with the uh, music theme because Andy is a fireman. Oh yeah, my brother. I wonder what music they were jamming in the sin bin back then. Uh, I don't know. My mom was a rocker. I gotta find a picture. My mom was a platinum blonde. Five foot ten, and then my dad looked like Sonny Bono. He did. He was had a big, thick mustache and a bob hair, bought like a bobbed haircut, and he was he he probably weighed one hundred and twenty pounds. Lucky bastard. He was a little skinny guy, and he got the hot, tall blonde. You know, he's kind of nerdy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, at their wedding, there was a they got married in Percival, Iowa, a town of eighty people. And at the church there, and uh, the fire station was right next. Is obviously volunteer fire department, and there was a fire call. And my dad ran out and got on the fire truck, and it drove off. But they let the heat. They they made him get off the truck and go back to his. No, wedding. I'm good. I'm gonna go fight this fire. Get in there. <laughs> I'm cool. I know it's something like yeah, that, but no um, yeah, music very important part of of everybody's life. And on the Rump Chat music special, it is kind of a music special. Yeah. But uh, you know what? Uh, in honor of Bandy, we're going to go to our break. Uh, we're going to play this whole song. We're going to play this whole song. 
It's for you, Bandy. England swings like a pendulum do. Bobby's on bicycles two by two. Westminster Abbey, the Tower of Big Ben, the rosy red cheeks of the little children. Oh, that's good. Now if you huff and puff and you finally save enough money up to take your family on a trip across the sea, take a tip before you take your trip. Let me tell you where to go. Go to England, oh. England swings like a pendulum do. Bobby's on bicycles two by two. Westminster Abbey, the Tower of Big Ben, the rosy red cheeks of the little children. Mama's old pajamas and your papa's mustache Falling off the windowsill, frolic in the grass Trying to mock the way they talk, fun but all in vain Gaping at the dapper men with derby hats and canes In England swings like a pendulum do Bobby's on bicycles two by two Westminster Abbey, the Tower of Big Ben The rosy red cheeks of the little children England swings like a pendulum do Bobby's on bicycles two by two Westminster Abbey, the Tower of Big Ben The rosy red cheeks of the little children Jimmy Hendrix. You missed your post. What? Your post. I don't know what a post a is. A post is, is actually where the lyrics start. Excuse me while I kiss the sky. How about that? Yeah, but you. that's that's why... Um, didn't you... You know yeah. this because you... Didn't you... Were you I, a radio I DJ? I, I did uh, radio for two years. Yeah. So it's called making... Hitting your post where you actually... When you load the music into the system... You, there's a countdown. We had a screen. It was a touch screen, um, and it actually counted down till you know. You think those people just really know the music? No, it's actually a countdown to when the lyrics start. Mm, did not know that. So, um, but on the all music special of Rump Chat, I want to hear your uh, DJ voice. What would we hear when you were DJing? Ah, welcome back to KIWR 89.7 The River. It's Handbone. Don't forget, we got Jimi Hendrix Experience coming up. Later on, down at Soco Auditorium, 72nd and Dodge, Omaha, Nebraska. We got two tickets coming up later on. Don't forget the Capone Show, coming up at three. That was pretty damn good. I, I shouldn't have ever doubted you, but that was... That sounded stereotypical radio DJ. Right? And that was with no uh, countdown. I just knew all along the watchtower. <laughs> I know all Jimi Hendrix songs. I just wasn't done saying my no, piece. No, you didn't. You... you, you you screwed up Purple Haze. Oh, wow. You missed your post. 
Don't ever question me. I'll always be. It was, it was. It was a lot of fun. I. I. Uh, I got to be on the morning show. You know how I. I. I got to. So basically, I was in school. It was Iowa Western. Iowa Western. Oh, sorry. Um, and Council Bluffs, but it was Omaha. Omaha and Council Bluffs. Right. Basically, same town, but uh, uh, split by the uh, Missouri River. Um, sure. So we, uh, yeah, I did radio there. We were a big station. Uh, we were number one in our demographic. I mean, we had a, you know, a million potential listeners. It was, it wasn't, you know, your little, your little, most of your little college stations. This was a legit station. But uh, um, I got to be buddies with the guys who did the uh, morning show because they went to uh, the Exarban Rodeo, old Exarban Rodeo at the yeah. old Omaha um, back. Uh, and I, I <laughs> took them in the back pins. And uh, I actually got in the pen of Bulldog and Steers, and I threw a steer down to, like, impress them. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they thought it was pretty cool, so they had me on the morning show the next day, and it was kind of fun. So I ended up interning, quote-unquote, even though I was going to school there. But, uh, yeah, I did I did a lot of stuff. I got to be on the morning show. I stood on the uh, uh, corner of 72nd Pacific in pantyhose, and anybody else who came down and stood with me got tickets to Incubus. I did that. I, I rode in and I got inside of an, an industrial dryer. Obviously, this was about sixty pounds ago, but um, and rode around in an industrial dryer. And you were that guy in the morning show, like yeah. That was one that was like, "Hey, here we go with the morning animal." Hey, if you want tickets tonight, you got to come down and get slapped by a hooker on the, you know. I waxed my eyebrows completely off. Good lord! Yeah, the bad thing I, made I a bit, see we had we were a uh, it was a public radio, so you had to. Uh, you had to do a radio drive because we had to pay our tower rental fee oh. for broadcasting. So we did all this stuff, and I and I was joking, figuring radio you can fake your way through all this. Well, yeah, because there's no cameras. Yeah, well, you know what? Being the being the guy that I was, the the young kid, they I said if if we get to five hundred thousand by Friday, I'll wax my eyebrows off. Well, we got to five hundred thousand in a hurry. And they, the guys, it was, his name was Big Party and JC. Big Party? Big, they were the coolest guys. Big Party's still, I think he's 94.1. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't he still he's on still the air? He's still there. we got to reach out to him during Omaha. That's not a bad idea. Party. He was a cool guy. Party, Mike party. Hennig. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, and so they made me, they waxed my eyebrows completely off. And I worked at American Eagle at the mall. Oh, Yeah. See, I, I want to kick your ass and two. I didn't know you worked at American I did. Eagle. I did. American Eagle. I was. Was it hard when you had to tell your folks you no, worked because there? Because there's a lot of chicks that worked there, oh, so it was pretty sure cool. There was. I did. I was pretty awesome. They loved me. Is American Eagle still a thing? Yeah. Yeah, there's still some I like stores. Girls that wear have a Crombie and Fitch. <laughs> but the uh, but the mall. <laughs> I think I don't even think the. I think it's still there. Mall of the Bluffs. Malls are gone. The Mall of the Bluffs was a dump. Hold on. Drink break. Natural spring water. Yeah. Yeah, so um, what other jobs have you... I mean, did you you just always had something in the rodeo world besides... Yeah. You I've, never had, like me, where you did... I After that, I worked at a place called Pizza King, which is like a Council Bluffs, Iowa staple, which it's not just a pizza joint. Like, it's a, a legit restaurant. It's, it's been there forever. I don't even know if it's still there, but... Um, I made pizzas. I could I could hand toss pizza dough. I'm really good at it. And it in a stone oven. Have you ever tossed I'm a, a man salad? Of many talents. Master of most of them. Have you ever tossed a salad? In a <laughs> like, don't go. I'm just like salad and pizza go together, right? 
I mean, I mean, wings, salads. Yeah. yeah but anyways. Um. Yeah, I really never had a lot of outside jobs. Like, all mine are straight up rodeo jobs or cattle. Um, for a while, I worked for Galen Cruz in Ponca City at Cruz Pool and Spa, building swimming pools, which that was actually pretty badass. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that. Pouring that was, concrete? Well, yeah, pouring concrete, but like Galen, he's uh, my neighbor now, and he was a super cool dude. So, like, it was hard work, but he wouldn't just work you. He would like explain how stuff was supposed to, like, he didn't just, you didn't just work for him. He kind of taught you how to work in the pool business. And Justin Bigford, um, he was like my, my boss and Galen was his boss. So one day I thought, and these guys were so much fun to work for. So I put on a stereotypical, uh, pool boy outfit. Cause we had to go clean some pools one day. So I cut off some cinch jeans, like super duper short you know, jeans. And I, oh, yeah. I bought a, a tank top with a truck stop that said fun in the sun. <laughs> and it was about two sizes too small. And then I had socks like on Caddyshack that had the red stripes on top. And I had a headband. So when, when I'd go to work for Galen, uh, they would, Justin would pick me up in the mornings. So I go out there in my 1980s pool boy outfit. And I thought they were all going to laugh. And then I'd go inside and change. And we'd go on with our work day. Nobody said shit. They waited till we were in Stillwater, and they're like, started laughing. And I had to work that whole day in that in my Daisy Dukes. <laughs> like I'm talking butt cheek hanging out the bottom, Daisy Dukes. You know what I'm saying? Like nasty Daisy Dukes. So that was pretty much my only job. That was. I was cleaning pools. Now I get that filter clean. <laughs> hey, you in the black boots. Oh, wrong. Yeah. Yeah, so that was my experience, but that really was my only job uh, that was not agricultural related. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I, I, I mowed, uh, I worked for the county a couple summers in, in high school, uh, mowing road ditches. I remember one time we uh, we changed the oil in the in a truck and we got in trouble because we did it too fast. Yeah, you know that's supposed to take all morning. Yeah, we had it. to go to Napa and get the oil. But well, well, I mean, just a lot of random stuff, mowed yards. You know, that's just something lost on a lot of kids these days. Nobody I wants mean, to I had work. To, I I had those jobs for one simple fact: buy Milwaukee's best light and high school rodeo. Yeah, I mean God. that's all. That's that's what. You know, I didn't. Mom and Dad did a lot with with what they had, just getting us there and having truck and trailer and the horses. You know, we never had our own horses. I mean, obviously they were dads. Yeah. You know, they we didn't go out and buy our personally our horses. Dad, you know, always provided. So, um, Dad and Mom. So it was, uh, you know, but but we had to pay our entry fees. And that was the thing, you know, we never paid for fuel or anything. Mom and dad got us there and fed us, but that's the least we could do. Yeah, we had to do that too. And I think that's important. I, it's It gives us that a lot of values that I think uh, today's day and age that we're missing. Mm. Amen. Preach it. Well, I tell you what, folks, we're going to uh, probably wrap things up. But uh, Good day of rump chat. It was a good day. It was a musical day. May not have made sense to everybody, but you know what? It's for those chat. that did... It did. 
And uh, I want to end it with probably one of the most iconic and one of my top five favorite bands, which oh, I want to add to the top five wrestlers I, or steel wrestlers I could beat up, Kyle Whitaker. Oh, yeah, Kyle Whitaker's a layup. Kyle Whitaker. Going down. He's a Fusker fan. Uh, anyway. At least, at least Kyle doesn't turn out of rodeos like Hunter Cure. You got to give him that. <laughs> you got to give him that. I will. I will, but um, here we go. This right here, this song, is it idealizes the 90s. We'll see you next time, everybody. Thank you for taking this little trip. There it is, our trip through time. Roll your windows down, crank the tunes. Pearl Jam. See you all around. Later. Peace. Alive.